Welcome to the audio podcast of Abide in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Each week, Pastor Mark offers devotional thoughts from a passage in our current book of the month. For more information on how to abide in the Word with us, navigate your web browser to abide.info. Here we are once again. I'm dropping into your feed for a Abide in the Word update, encouragement, short devotional thoughts, whatever uh, we want to call this. It's January 11th, and here we are looking at uh, Titus verse or chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, and then uh, verse 1 of chapter 2. But first, a little bit of encouragement and a tip. I have had some interaction with some people who are enjoying reading through Titus, who are enjoying repeated reading, and I want to encourage you to keep it up. It's worth it. You're going to get a lot out of it. But here is my tip for this week. Just uh, late last week, I decided that I needed to get up and stretch my legs a little bit, so I put my earbuds in and I listened to Titus, and it was great to have the ESV app reading it to me. Now, I listened to, I think it was Kristen Getty. Uh, she's Irish, so she she has a different accent than me, obviously. But it was interesting to hear her pace, the way she spoke, the the accent she put on different syllables or on different words. It caused me to hear a lot of things differently. Now, uh, I should have written those down. I was walking at the time. Uh, but there were some different things. I encourage you, I'm going to do it again this week and listen to her again, just because, again, her pace and way of speaking is so different than mine. And so I encourage you to find a way to listen to the text at least once this week. Find a, an app that does it or find a CD that has it, whatever. Uh, but try try taking a listen to it and stopping. You can also have someone, a friend or a family member or somebody else maybe uh, that you know is is reading Titus along with you. Uh, have them read it to you. They are going, even though you probably have the same accent and and maybe even took English classes together and speak the same way. Uh, they're going to pronounce things differently. They're going to put emphasis on different things. So I encourage you to listen to the book this week. Let's take a look at the end of Titus one and the first verse in chapter two. To the pure, all things are pure, but to the defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their minds and their consciences are defiled. They profess to know God, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. But as for you, teach what accords with sound doctrine. Now, this is an important thing for us to remember. Now, if if we are pure, in other words, if we have been given the gift of God's grace, we've been declared righteous on account of Christ, then we're going to see that things are pure. But if we are depraved, if we are defiled, if we are unbelieving, then nothing is pure for us. We're going not going to understand the things of God. That doesn't mean that we can't do nice things if we are unbelieving. It doesn't mean that we're bad people on, on a social level. But it means that our minds and our consciences, as it says here, are defiled. We don't understand the things of God. And even if they profess to know God, Paul says, they deny him by their works. And quite honestly, this should be very humbling for us. Because how often do we profess to know God, but we deny him by the things that we do and the things that we say? This verse should convict us of our sin. The Holy Spirit should be using this or is using this 
to help us to understand where we need to have areas of change, areas of obedience to God in our lives. But notice what else Paul says about these people who who reject God, these people who are truly unbelieving, deny him by their works. It says that they're detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. In other words, they're not doing the things of God. They're not doing the things that build up the body. They're not doing those things that cause the gospel to be spread and people to come to faith. They are opponents of the faith because they don't have faith. They don't have an understanding of what it means to know who Christ is, to have the grace that he offers, and to have the freedom that we have in the truth that we have been united to him and we have eternal life. Very straightforward. But I, you notice that I included verse 1. But as for you, Paul comes right back at Titus and functionally right back at us, teach what accords with sound doctrine. That is a charge for us. In order to combat this stuff, we need to understand God's word. We need to understand what it says and what it teaches. Because if we're going to combat these issues, if we're going to be able to proclaim the faith in such a way that these people who are unbelieving would would hear and believe, we have to teach what accords with sound doctrine. We don't just uh, turn away. We don't just sort of let things slide. Instead, we need to make sure that we know what Scripture teaches and we need to hold tightly to it. And that's hard because Scripture scripture is basic. It is straightforward. The gospel is a simple thing. But the depths of it are are unable to be be, uh, completely understood by anyone because it's the word of God. It, It continually has places that we can go and we can learn from. And you may be seeing that as you've been reading Titus repeated, repeatedly, right? Uh, something you saw yesterday uh, was something you're like, well, I've read it four times already. How did I not see this? And you're going to see that when you get to reading number 10, maybe reading 15. That's why we want to slow down and really absorb and abide in God's word, because then we're able to know what it teaches and have it, have it baked down in us. So my prayer for you is that you will be able to learn and to be able to see these things as you continue to grow in your reading of Scripture, and you will be able to teach what accords with sound doctrine, as Paul commands Titus to do here. Let me pray for you as we close up today. Gracious Father, we are so blessed to have the gift of your word. We pray, Lord, that we would hold it in high esteem, that we would desire to have it come down to us and be baked deep into us that we might do what you command, that we might teach what accords with sound doctrine. We trust in your Holy Spirit to be at work in us, and we trust that the word that you have given us is sufficient. We pray all these things in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, have yourself a great Tuesday and keep on reading Titus. Thank you for listening to this week's Abide in the Word. You can find the video of each episode at our YouTube channel or Facebook page. For more information on First Reformed Church, check out our website, edgertonfrc.org.